Recently, the federal government announced it would impose a national cap on the intake of international students into the country. The cap will reduce the intake by 35% over the next two years. Some provinces will be affected more than others. Ontario, which has seen the largest share of growth in international students, will see its allotment of visas uh, cut in half, or new visas cut in half. Colleges Ontario has said Ottawa's move is already uh, creating havoc as colleges have year-round intake of students and many international students already accepted into their programs are now having their applications for study permits returned to them. What's the impact locally? Peter Devlin is the president of Fanshawe College and joins us now. Uh, Appreciate the time today. Good morning, Devin. Thank you very much for having me on. So when you heard the news, what was your reaction uh, to the uh, cap by the federal government? Well, Devin, uh, at Fanshawe, we were surprised and disappointed. Surprised because we were working collaboratively with IRCC on the development of their recognized institution framework uh, that was expected to be rolled out later this year. And disappointed that the minister chose a sledgehammer instead of a scalpel to deal with the problem of bad actors in housing. Uh, Tools such as um, how study visas are uh, allocated um, to quality schools like Fanshawe is one of the ways they could have done it, uh, as well as um, having individual international students uh, be provided a letter of attestation. Lastly, on this point, Devin, um, I think there's still a large bias in support of university uh, university education. Um, University postgraduate students are not included in the cut. However, um, college postgraduate students are, and these are students that have a credential, are studying at the postgraduate level and fill critical labour market need. So just picking up on that, do you feel there's maybe uh, some unfairness in terms of colleges and universities, how how they're being treated on this? Well, that would be the one thing that I would that I would cite, Devin. Um, We're we're working hard um, with the provincial government on the allocation of study visas. Um, The minister of colleges and universities was in town on Friday. I met with her later that day. Uh, You might know that the province made an announcement and uh, there's three points from that I'd like to uh, to highlight um, one being the strengthening of the links between labor market need and the programs being offered uh, the approval and oversight of, uh, of study visas and the need for uh, quality academic programs and wraparound supports student services Fanshawe excels at both those and um, I guarantee um, a, a, a need for housing supports uh, for in for in, incoming students, and again, something that uh, Fanshawe has great strength at. What has happened uh, since the cap was announced by the federal government? I mentioned uh, colleges Ontario was saying, you know, some students have had their uh, applications returned to them. Yeah, that, that is um, that is true. Um, so we, we uh, are working, as I mentioned, with the provincial government. We also. Um, uh, um, we are waiting for the provincial government to allocate the number of study visas uh, for the colleges across the country or across the across the province. Um, we, we are experts at meeting labor market need, uh, and, and as you know, London is the fastest growing city in the, in the province, 
and um, we, we have programs and continue to offer brand new programs that meet labor market need. Programs uh, that we're about to launch include things like cloud and virtualization technologies, low-code, no-code, no and sustainable design and building tech technology just some of the programs that are new all targeted at meeting labor market need what is the size of Fanshawe college's international uh, student enrollment and how might that change with this cap um so right now studying at Fanshawe college uh we have a little over twenty thousand students and about half of those devon are international uh again unsure as uh, to the impact of the cap um, but we are um, we are confident that uh, that we just offer outstanding academic programs, great student supports, and I point out that um, in an international um, survey, iGrad, uh, Fanshawe ranked number one in the country in its uh, support for international students on their pre-arrival and arrival services. A program that we're proud of is called Fanshawe Cares. And we're ranked number two in the, in the country for student supports, which would in, include career service support. So there are um, amazing supports for our international students, Devin. Uh, Lambton College estimated this week the potential loss of revenue from this decision could be as high as $30 million for them. Do you know what it could be for Fanshawe? Um, it, there will be a loss. Uh, I, I'm not in a position to say yet as we're waiting for the provincial government to allocate um, those study visas. Uh, and as I mentioned, we have un unique needs in this region, um, growing economy. Um, we are attracting companies like Maple Leaf Foods, WSIB, and uh, it it's just important that they have the talent that they need. 25% of current job va vacancies in this province need college credentials. It's double um, the rate of university schooling, and uh, it's projected that 36% of new jobs over the next decade will need a college graduate. And so, um, we speak to the to the province about the unique needs of the region, Devon, and uh, we're hopeful that we will receive the appropriate number of international student visas. Who are the uh, the bad actors? Would you say in this that are maybe impacting those who are, you know, operating properly? Uh, well, I, I think that's uh, up to the provincial and federal government to, uh, to to figure out who the bad actors are. But as I mentioned, I think that uh, every school ha has a designated learning institute number, and that was a mechanism that was available to the federal and provincial governments to identify um, who they believe were the bad actors. Uh, we're very proud uh, provincial college in southwestern Ontario offering uh, great programs, award-winning faculty, great student supports, and particularly, Devin, uh, um, uh, just meeting labour market need. 87% of our graduates find employment within six months of graduating. You mentioned that the meeting the labour market need. You've kind of uh, touched upon that point a couple of times. Is that what has been driving the, the, the growth for international uh, students at, at Fanshawe? It sure is. Uh, that's part of our part of our mandate. So our mission statement provides is providing pathways to success for students, uh, but our mandate is also to uh, to, to uh, work with industry and business uh, partners to uh, to meet their needs, and uh, we pay a lot of attention to that. 
Um, and we are also a data-driven school, so our programs evolved to, to cater to the need uh, of the business and industry partners across our region, Devon. Uh, just to, to, to end where we began, what would you like to see uh, happen if there is to possibly be any sort of changes here? Or what would you prefer to see uh, the federal and provincial governments do here? Well, um, to, to use their words, I would like them to, uh, to deal with what they call their bad actors. And I think that they should pay the respect that they should do to uh, those professional colleges uh, that have outstanding academic quality, great student supports, and are also doing what they need, powering the provincial economy. Um, and we do that by providing outstanding graduates into industry and businesses that have the vacancies and need college graduates uh, to power them. Peter, I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Devin. Have a great day. You as well. That's uh, Peter Devlin, president of Fanshawe College. We need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.